Hello, this is Dr. Ron from Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, here on Blog Talk Radio. We are here each and every Tuesday at 4 p.m., bringing you the latest medical commentary. We will bring you very interesting guests. We can be reached at 347-989-8899 or, of course, on the Internet at blogtalkradio.com. I thank you for making this the number one listen-to medical program here in South Florida, and we will get on with the show very shortly. Thank you. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Dr. Ron on the show, Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored, and that's what we are, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to bring you medical news that you will not read in the papers or hear on television or almost any place where there is mainstream news. That's basically controlled by the big pharmaceutical companies. Today, uh, we are going to discuss sunscreens and we're going to talk about do they really can they cause cancer do they cause deficiencies uh, i think this is going to be a worthwhile topic especially uh, here in south florida uh, where we're exposed to sun most months of the year but before we get started ladies and gentlemen let me just say that this program contains general medical information the medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. The information is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You should never delay seeking medical advice, disregard medical advice, or discontinue medical treatment because of information heard on this program. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources, and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. That being said, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you that uh, the phone number here to the studio is 347-989-8899. You can listen to the show or tell uh, your friends and relatives they can listen to the show just by dialing that number. If you have information uh, or you have comments about the show or suggestions for uh, future shows, our, our address on email is docronradio at gmail.com, docronradio at gmail.com. And if you have time, we really would appreciate a like on our Facebook page, which is Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored. So I'm going to spend the first part of this program uh, talking about a situation that I was exposed to uh, last week. And uh, But before we do that, I, you, you, the, those of you that have listened to the show for quite some time, I started this program in 2013, but more or less a year ago we had a very interesting guest, and uh, he kept coming back. And now this very interesting guest is a co-host, and it's uh, Dr. Jerry Smith uh, from Philadelphia, just a great asset, a great wealth of knowledge, and uh I have learned to uh, have duct tape available when he starts talking because he blows my mind. <laughs> so uh, let me just introduce him before I get on with what I have to say. Good afternoon, Dr. Smith. Good afternoon. I keep coming back because I'm waiting for you to adopt me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I need somebody to adopt me. <laughs> well, well, thanks for having uh, me. I, it's a pleasure. 
Well, you know, as the show is growing, ladies and gentlemen, it's becoming uh, uh, more of a burden for Dr. Smith and I to be adequately prepared for these shows. And in this program, we want to bring you current medical knowledge based on uh, actual case histories and on actual reading of the literature uh, and mainstream literature, but interpreting it different than the pharmaceutical companies would have, would like us to interpret it. And I've told you time and time again that critical thinking is absolutely lacking in medical school. Well, don't you know it? There was an article on Drudge Report today stating that many college students are not learning to think critically. Here's a quote. Many of the students graduate without knowing how to sift fact from opinion make a clear written argument or objectively review conflicting reports of a situation or event. This was according to New York University sociologist Richard Iram. The students, for example, could not determine the cause of an increase in neighborhood crime or how best to respond without being swayed by emotional testimony or political spin. And as we have talked about, the Medical schools are controlled by the pharmaceutical companies with better than 75% of the boards of medical schools being populated by pharmaceutical companies. So uh, they want the students, the new students coming out, just to prescribe drugs. And that being said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know, we have talked about being over-tested, over-treated, over-diagnosed, and over-medicated. And people are given drugs for conditions that they don't even have. And they're put through surgeries to fix things that often aren't broken. So it's no shock to me, ladies and gentlemen, that the ticked-off seniors are finally standing up and saying, enough, enough, enough. And the mainstream is acting like this is some kind of crisis. Why? Because up to 40% of seniors are now refusing to take their blood pressure medication. And for some good reasons, too. You know, they fall, they break their hips, they, they're going to fog. Yet the researchers of the mainstream are screaming gloom and doom. Well, the UPI news agency even claimed heart problems caused by the refusal to take medication has become a $100 billion per year burden. Well, ladies and gentlemen, give me a break, or as Dr. Uh, uh, Douglas would say, please. The study starts off with the assumption that taking those drugs is good. It doesn't, doesn't say anything about not taking them is bad, yet it doesn't prove either point. All it proves is what we know. Many people just aren't taking them. If they really wanted to prove that it's important to gobble all these pills and pharmaceuticals, they would attract both sets of patients and check the outcome, those that took them and that those that didn't. So who had a heart attack? Who didn't have a heart attack? Who lived? Who died? Yet they didn't ask those basic questions. And you know why, right? They already knew the, knew the answer, and they didn't like it. Because in 2012, they did this study, and they, they, that, that was, they refused to do this time. And the researchers from the Cochrane Collaboration looked at data from four studies on folks with stage 1 hypertension, the most common form of the, the disease. And on average of between four and five years, the drugs did zip, nilch, nada, zero. 
folks who dutifully gobbled their pills didn't have a lower risk of heart attack. They did not have fewer strokes. They didn't live longer than patients given placebos or even folks who got nothing at all. So tell me, where is that $100 billion in heart problems that is going to be caused by seniors not taking these drugs? If anything, these things cost money and they ruin lives because they come with major side effects. Some of them make you so woozy you can stumble over and suffer, suffer an injury, like a fractured hip, a fractured ankle, or a deep, and, and those, those, they are debilitating breaks. In most cases, the blood pressure is just a little high, nothing to worry about. If there is a problem, uh, if it's rising suddenly or jumps so high, you, you, know, you can power wash the, the deck with the, if you cut your, uh, your vein. Well, you don't need medications. You need a doctor who can figure out what's causing it in the first place. And that's something Dr. Smith and I have been stressing and will continue to stress is get to the basis of the problem. And that brings me to a a story I just want to relate to you uh, that happened this week. A woman, 83 years old, happened to be taking blood pressure medication and fell. And it landed her in the emergency room. And lots and lots and lots of tests. The physicians there, in an emergency situation, assessed her that she needed statin drugs. And they also stated that she needed furosemide, which is commonly known as Lasix. So at 83, with no other risk factors, she started on statin drugs. She became quite weak and had lots of muscle aches, uh, could not drive her car, could not go down the steps to get her daily paper. So she stopped the medication, and she felt great. She goes back to her physician, and he says, if you don't take them, I'm not treating you. At that point, she should have fired him, but she kept, treat- she kept dutifully taking the statin drugs anyway. And then her potassium dropped, so now she's on a potassium pill. Well, I happened to meet this woman about uh, two weeks ago now, and she was shaking, staring at the wall, had a very uh, uh, short gait, wide base gait, was quite unsteady. And when I talked to her, she said, "I'm, I'm in a fog. Well, I took her to a neurologist, had her examined, and indeed she has Parkinson's disease. And why do I bring that up? Because with the proper treatment that she received, she came out of that fog within 48 hours. She started walking better. She was able to get the physical therapy. The occupational therapists are able to work with her. Her blood pressure is fine. So here is a case of Parkinson's disease, which may have developed anyway. I can't say it did or it didn't, but it is a known side effect of statin drugs reported by many, many people. Uh, A headline in a UK paper, March 8th, Parkinson's linked to statins. They call for an end to the widespread use of the drug. And there's lots of reasons why these statins cause the problem, and we've talked about them, and I'm not going to go really into it a lot, but those of you that know Dr. Perlmutter here from Florida, a noted neurologist on PBS a lot, who wrote a very uh, 
well-received book called The Grain Brain, uh, which talks a lot about gluten and the neurological system. He says vitamin D is actually not even a vitamin by definition. He says vitamins are, are health-necessary chemicals not synthesized in the body, which must be supplied from exogenous sources. So vitamin D, which the body readily synthesizes when it is exposed to sunlight, does not fulfill the definition of being a vitamin, in his opinion. In fact, vitamin D is a steroid hormone quite similar in structure to other hormones like estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. This should be expected since all of these steroid hormones, including vitamin D itself, are all made from the same starting chemical. Anybody want to guess what that is? Called good old cholesterol. Okay, good old cholesterol. If you don't have cholesterol, you cannot make vitamin D. If you can't make vitamin D, you don't have healthy nerve cells. And vitamin D stimulates more than 900 genes in human physiology. And guess where these genes reside? In the brain. And these genes code for a variety of activities like reducing inflammation, strengthening nerve cells, and even helping the brain rid itself of viruses. So is it any wonder there's a dramatically decreased incidence of degenerative diseases like Parkinson's? Actually, the the percentage is 67% lower in people with the highest levels of vitamin D. Did I make this up? No. This study was published in the Archives of Neurology. Okay, a very respected journal. So why am I bringing this up? We have an 83-year-old woman who who was started on a statin drug and even then should not have been used because there is no studies that show that statin drugs should be used in anyone over age 65. And they are effective in 1% to 2% of cases anyway. Here was a woman that didn't go into the sun because the furosemide label says avoid sunlight. She's taking a drug which depletes her body of vitamin D and she has Parkinson's disease and now has to be rehabilitated. So what's the moral of the story? Ladies and gentlemen, you are the CEOs of your own body. You have to take responsibility for the decisions that are made regarding your body. And if you don't like what's what's happening and fire that person. Do the old Trump, you're fired, and get another physician. So this is a sad story of a disease that should never have progressed to the point that it is now uh, with the, the tremor, the uh, the gait, but thank goodness with uh, proper medication, and that's this is one time where medicine is working properly. It brought this woman, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, <coughs> brought this woman out of her brain fog and is allowing her to function and still stay independent. Again, please, the satin drugs, are very little use for them, and uh, please be careful of what you, what you take. Uh, <coughs> excuse me, Dr. Uh, Jerry, I didn't tell you the whole story, but I did tell you part of this story uh, earlier today, and it's just sad, very sad. Well, I think the secret is for if female patients are being intimidated, they should tell their physician that they're seriously thinking about getting pregnant. And it's a teratogenic uh, medication, statin drugs. So any doctor worth his salt uh, will know that they shouldn't give a statin drug to a woman who thinks she's going to get pregnant or is pregnant. 
Well, this woman was smart enough to tell him that she thinks she was allergic to it, but he still gave it to her anyway, and was insisting that she take it. Or yeah, he, that's he got a fire. All, all kinds of. I mean, he he deserves really to be reprimanded. Actually, this is one case where he deserves to be sued because he caused a disease that should not have happened. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's my story. I just bring it out because it's a real-life situation that that happened uh, that I saw two weeks ago in Philadelphia. Thank goodness the outcome is going to be okay because we fired that physician. She has all new physicians, and uh, she will make a recovery. Uh, she's taking coenzyme Q10. Uh, she's replacing all the nutrients that she lost by taking the statin drugs to deplete your body of all the fat, uh, soluble vitamins and nutrients. Uh, she wasn't eating properly because she was afraid about cholesterol. And by the way, when her cholesterol was checked two weeks ago, it was 135. That'll kill you. <laughs> exactly. Uh, low cholesterol, ladies and gentlemen, are associated with neurological th- diseases and cancer. Hers was 135, 86 years old. And we'll talk more about this as time goes on, but uh, after taking statin drugs for six years, the most aggressive treatment you can think of, it may add five days to your life and billions of dollars of other diseases. All right, so that's that's what I wanted to tell you about. It's a real-life situation, and if you're on a statin drug, you're over 65, you really should have... A, a serious uh, discussion with whoever's prescribing them for you. And if you have no risk factors, no matter what your age and you're on a statin drug, again, you should have a serious discussion uh, with your physician. Uh, I'm not saying that statins don't have a place. They probably have a place in cancer treatment, and they are anti-inflammatory, but for, for just brief periods of time. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let me take a, a, a two-minute break here and get something to drink for this cough. Uh, then we'll come back and we'll really have some really interesting uh, information to talk about about the sun uh, and, its, and its association with sunscreens and cancer. We'll be back in one minute and six seconds. This is Dr. Ron Repesey of Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Spa, your place to chill at 239-658-COOL. If you've not heard of whole body cryotherapy and suffer with back pain, joint pain, arthritis, fibromyalgia, or you're an athlete that wants quick recovery from sports injuries, then come chill with us at Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Sauna. Cryospa treatments take only three minutes and are supervised by physicians. Sessions are one-on-one in a private environment. Each treatment can also burn five to 800 calories. As seen on Dr. Oz, Cool Cryospa is truly amazing technology. Let's hear what Dr. Kurt Biggs, a well-respected orthopedic surgeon in Naples, has to say about Cool Cryotherapy. Hi, I'm Dr. Biggs of the Joint Replacement Institute. Since I started applying the Cool Cryosauna, my patients are healing much quicker and athletes are seeing quick recovery. I recommend this procedure for my surgical patients and athletes. Call Dr. Repesey now to schedule your Cool Cryo trial session, 239-658-COOL, 239-658-2665, located at 1575 Pine Ridge Road in the Noodles Italian Bistro Plaza. Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Spa. Come chill with us. Well, that was sun number one. So if you're down in southwest Florida, he has that, and he has the uh, LED light therapy to uh, so you can get back in those uh, bikinis and those slim jeans. So uh, see Dr. Ron. Ladies and gentlemen, most of us are exposed to many t- 
different types of propaganda in the form of advertising. We see this on a daily basis. And why are we exposed to these? Because they are trying to sell us products, and most of the products we do not need. And right now, this time of the year, it's difficult to read a magazine and, uh, or take a drive or watch tele- television without seeing an ad for sunscreens. And again, we always talk about the mainstream. The mainstream is obsessed with telling people to avoid the sun, and they're obsessed with telling you to apply copious amounts of sunscreen. Dermatologists in the American Medical Association say the sun is bad and that one should avoid it at all costs. But what are those costs? And that's what we're going to talk about because recent studies have shown that sunscreen, which have been widely promoted over the last 30-plus years, could be doing much more harm than good. Why? Because sunscreens block vitamin D production, which is an essential nutrient for health and cancer prevention and neurodegenerative neurological conditions. You know, vitamin D is, is has a receptor on every cell in the human body. Many major brands of sunscreen also contain toxic chemicals. They're absorbed through the skin, and Dr. Jerry will talk about that. They enter the bloodstream and circulate throughout the body and could blocking vitamin D synthesis and slathering toxic chemicals on our skin actually be the main cause of skin cancer? Well, we're going to talk about that, okay, because uh, one concerning fact about skin cancer is that according to the U.S. Centers for Disease Control, that's the CDC, rates have doubled in the last 30 years, while the use of sunscreen has also doubled. Is, is there anything to be connected to? So while the AMA and the CDC and the cancer industry continue to recommend people avoid the sun and use sunscreen, they ignore the importance of vitamin D, a healthy diet, and skin prevention. Dr. Smith, I know you did some research on this, and I'll follow with what I got. Do you want to just inform our, our audience uh, about the uh, importance of the sun and vitamin D and, and some of the toxic chemicals that they're slathering on their skin? And I'll just start by saying that I golfed yesterday with a an attorney that has skin cancer, and he say, and he was just white with with this lotion from head, his ears, his throat, his arms. And I said, why are you doing that? He said, well, I'm, I'm prone to skin cancer. I just keep getting it, so I keep using more and more sunscreen. Einstein yeah, said, if you is, do, yeah. continue to do the same thing and expect a different result, you're an idiot. Okay, Dr. Smith. Well, thank you, Ron. Uh, yeah, vitamin D is really essential. Um, your immune system functions out of the liver in a large percentage of cases, and 80% of the cholesterol produced in the body is produced in the liver. It basically cleanses the toxins that are passing through the liver from the blood. So you need that vitamin D, and unfortunately, uh, most of the sunscreens actually inhibit the ability to make vitamin D, and the other factor is they contain compounds like oxybenzone, which are toxic and even carcinogenic. So what you think you're using as a preventative, you're actually instituting or initiating the cancer process. Uh, these, you know, this big push right now is um, nanized zinc oxide or titanium dioxide, which is white powders to reflect the sun so you, know, it, you don't get burned. But when you start nanizing these little particles, 
that get absorbed deeply into the body and can actually get into your brain and the different organs. So you really have to start doing your homework. Uh, Dr. Ron and myself, we strongly recommend going to the Environmental Working Group. They give you a tremendous list of which uh, chemicals are in the different sunscreens, which are safe, which are not, and especially for children. Uh, because, you know, a young child gets exposed to these poisons. That's why I think one of the reasons between that and Chemlon, you're seeing a lot of cancers in young young children today. They're just being inundated with, with poisons from every which way. Um, the lotions, basically... Uh, can I, can I, let, me just, let me just yeah, say sure. something about this environmental working group. They state on their website nearly 75% of sunscreen products that they reviewed, that's EWG.org, EWG.org, they either didn't work adequately to protect from UV rays or they contained dangerous ingredients. And, of course, Dr. Smith, some of the most worrisome ingredients are oxybenzone, endocrine disruptor, and retinal palmitate, a form of vitamin A that may harm the skin and possibly lead to skin tumor. So that's right from their website, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, 100%. And even there was one study that showed that uh, when they analyzed the uh, the rating, that the contents didn't even come close to what you know what the label was saying. So there's a lot of misrepresentation, unfortunately. And the Environmental Working Group, you know, they spend a lot of money. Do a lot of good research. Uh, you know, if you get a chance to get there, great. Even support them because, you know, there's not too many sources out there today to get, you know, valid information. I mean, you know, the 11 o'clock news where all the advertisers have an axe to grind. You want an independent source that's going to tell you the truth. Um, so the base, basic thing, the fatalities are not really coming from skin cancer so much. You, you know, you have a four times likelihood of dying from food poisoning and over 650 times likely dying of medical errors than dying from skin cancer, the non-melanoma form. Uh, you know, most people survive it very easily because it's easily, the melanoma is the big uh, and dangerous one when it gets out of control and gets into the lymph nodes. But, you know, it's interesting. I've had a couple cases where we've actually reversed melanoma. And again, it's all about defining the underlying cause um, you know, I always give it the, the analogy of a splinter. You could put all the mercurochrome or iodine or any other topical uh, medicament until you remove the irritant, the splinter, it, the area can heal. And, and let me tell you, folks, cancer is no different. If you can define what is in there, like mercury or pesticides. I mean, I had a guy, patient from Florida that had, um, you know, skin cancer, and it was coming from a pesticide from the damn golf course. So the key in the equation is that, you know, what you think is a wonderful exercise, the environment that you're working in is toxic. So you really got to be careful of your exposure, uh, you know, between the EMFs, between the mercury fillings, between the drugs you're taking. Um, it, it all piles up to integrate into a toxic environment for the cells. The other big thing that you want to um, look for is burning. You want to avoid getting severe sunburn because that's what really sets you up for skin cancer. The exposure is not a big thing, but when you start damaging those cells, you disrupt the physiology and initiate you know, the cancer process. Um, a little known fact is 
stevia, you know, which was brought into this country about 30 years ago as a natural sweetener, um, really, when you apply it topically, can reverse skin cancer. This is a not FDA-approved statement, but who cares? Uh, the stuff works. And the key in the equation is that you want to get a natural source of stevia, the, the stems and the leaves combination, and in a liquid form. And not only does it sweeten your foods and, you know, 300 times sweeter than sugar, no calories, but it has medicinal value. And that's what you're wanting to go is into natural remedies. You know, I spoke to Ron, I think, uh, in the past about the causes of the actual skin cancer. When you're out in the sun sweating, the toxins out from the body through the skin. And then you're putting a toxic chemical on top. So you're getting it from the outside going in and the inside coming out. And when these chemicals linger there for long periods of time, you get metastasis and you get uh, disruption of the physiology of the cell. It's that simple. You know, they make a big deal about, you know, going to the dermatologist and getting things cut off. Well, that's kind of like painting over rust because you're only dealing with the symptom and not the underlying cause. So, Ron, I don't know if you had any... Well, I agree with you. I mean, yeah, I do, and I agree with you because, you know, melanoma is the one that everybody is afraid of, especially here in Florida. It accounts for less than 2% of all cases, okay? Uh, really importantly, though, according to SkinCancer.org, SkinCancer.org, getting more than five sunburns, real bad sunburns, increases your odds of getting this disease. So just like Dr. Smith said, you can go in the sun, but do not get burned. And one of the oh. world's leading authorities on natural cancer cures, Dr. Leonard Caldwell at C-O-L-D-W-E-L-L, guess what he says? He says that the chemicals in sunscreen cause the most skin cancers, not the sun. Well, you know, it's, you brought up an interesting point. If you do happen to get, you know, damaged uh, skin from, you know, sunburn, there's some basic remedies that are, you know, readily available, you know, aloe plants. You know, I, I have four aloe plants sitting on my uh, kitchen uh, windowsill. And if you get burned, whether from a fire or, uh, you know, sunburn, you just cut off the leaf, you know, squeeze out the uh, the juices, or you can actually scoop it out and put it in a blender with some honey and put it on the burn. It, it'll heal beautifully, you know, and take the pain away. Lavender oil mixed in water, like 20 drops of oil to one cup of water, it'll actually heal the burn without any scarring. And lavender oil, you know, is just innocuous. It's not dangerous. The other interesting uh, approach is cucumbers. They have a natural healing and antioxidant property. So you can mash up some fresh cucumbers and apply it to the sunburn to help, you know, heal it and reduce the pain. Simple Epsom salts. You know, who doesn't have Epsom salts laying around or baking soda? Again, you dissolve it in water, you apply it with a clean cloth, and it helps heal the the bone, uh, the burns. You can actually soak in the bathtub with either of these ingredients or mix together, and um, it'll reduce the, the pain and suffering. And uh, lastly, a, another simple one is plantain. You know, it looks like a banana, but it's not. It uh, has a little bit different consistency, but... You know, you can. It has a lot of good uh, vitamins in there, like vitamin A, vitamin C, and K. And again, when you mash it up and apply it to the burn, it uh, reduces the swelling and inflammation. So, you know, it's five simple little 
approaches that you can take. You don't have to run to the pharmacy or, or put a toxic drug on to try to alleviate the pain. Dr. Smith is right. We'll go over them again at the end of the program, ladies and gentlemen, so you can write them down. I wanted to bring up a, a another study because I do read a lot of medical journals, and The Lancet is a well-received medical journal. And in 2004, they had an article that showed that indoor workers were twice as likely to get skin cancer as those who spent more time in the sun. Quote, paradoxically, outdoor workers have a decreased risk of melanoma compared with indoor working, suggesting that chronic sunlight exposure may have a protective effect. They felt that lack of sunlight means a lack of vitamin D, which is a necessary nutrient, as we've talked about, for the body's immune system to function properly. And what are low vitamin D levels linked to? They're linked to health problems, including cancer. So appropriate sun exposure helps maintain adequate levels of vitamin D. And what does using sunscreen do? It interferes with that exposure. In fact, a sunscreen SPF 8 will block 90-some percent of the vitamin D absorption. And Dr. Smith is absolutely right. Sunscreens contain a lot of cancer-causing drugs that break into the skin and get absorbed into the bloodstream. And he said, just, just what he said, they overtax your liver with toxins. And he talked about titanium, oxybenzone, retinol, and there's others. So uh, there's other questionable chemicals in sunscreen. They were never proven safe or effective for use on the skin, okay? So there's lots of physicians that think that sunscreens are the leading cause of skin cancer. Uh, The best way to get your vitamin D, ladies and gentlemen, is natural sunlight and avoiding sunscreens because that blocks the UVB. And vitamin D is essential in growing and maintaining strong bones. And how many? We'll talk maybe next week in addition to sleep deprivation a little bit about the osteoporosis and osteopenia scam that has been promoted on women. Women. Uh, so vitamin D deficiency promotes cancer and diseases that can wreak havoc on your health. And that brings me to please get your vitamin D levels checked, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, your physician can order it, and, but when he does. If he calls you and says you're okay, please ask him what the number is because the numbers can be from three to 30 to 100, and you might be 31, and he doesn't get a, a, a red check after the number because it's in within that range that most sick people have. You need to be up around 50, at least 50 nanograms per milliliter. So 30, 40, 50, you still want to... Uh, supplement your diet with vitamin D2. Okay, so safe skin exposure, right, Dr. Jerry? Safe skin skin exposure. Maybe yeah, 15 uh, yeah, you mentioned yeah, D2. You want the D3 to make sure. I'm sorry, D, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. You're right. Yeah, the, the, yeah, that's okay. I don't know. You, you played too much golf there. You got and had sunstroke, but especially with that crazy attorney. <laughs> You're right. It is the D3. Absolutely. But the key also, is that, you know, I just started using a new probiotic, and it's called Bravo. You can get it from Australia. and has 42 different strains. Why do I bring this up at this point? Well, it's real simple. When you have the proper probiotics, it this particular formulation has uh, colostrum in it and the 42 different, uh, you know, back, healthy bacteria. 
it enables the liver to produce its own natural GCMAF, which is glycoprotein macrophage activating factor. The vitamin D is so critical for this macrophage activating factor to take effect in the liver. And that's what gobbles, it stimulates the, like little Pac-Man, the white blood cells, to go after cancer cells and gobble them up. So it's not only the vitamin D, you need the probiotic and the colostrum and magnesium to help with this whole process. And look, we all have cancer on a daily basis. It's just a matter you've got a strong immune system, good vitamin D levels, good antioxidant levels. You're not going to be affected. It's when you're stressed out, you're not getting good sunlight, you're eating you know, processed foods, you're, you're uh, you know, cursing and screaming on the golf course because you can't get a hole-in-one. You know, the bottom line is, this is what all adds up to cancer. And, you know, when you go to the doctor, they, they scare the heebie-jeebies out of you and think, you know, you only got two months to live. But in reality, it's it's reversible. It's You know, I've done it numerous times. It's no big deal. It's just that the mainstream doesn't have a handle on, on the, the process of what's going on. Exactly. They don't understand. And, and ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, the sun is no one-trick pony. There's a there's a great trick that it has up its sleeves, and and I bet you have never heard anybody tell you that the UV light actually stimulates the creation of nitric oxide. Has anybody have you heard that, ladies and gentlemen? And why do you need nitric oxide? That keeps your arteries open. That keeps your blood flowing. And for you, gentlemen, that's what makes Viagra work. There are many functions in the in the body more important than that, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, I had a study that I read this week. Volunteers were baked under tanning lamps for two 20-minute sessions. The sessions looked and felt identical, but one difference, but with one difference. In one session, the light was filtered to protect the volunteers from UV rays. In the other, they got hit with everything. So the volunteers weren't told which session was what, but their body sure figured it out because blood pressure levels dropped for a full hour for a full hour after the unfiltered full uv sessions now you know me i i am not one to get excited over a little dip in blood pressure this blood pressure uh, is is an overrated marker of health in my opinion um, it just on it's just, just uh, on this side of cholesterol is an overrated health marker but i am excited over why those levels plunge because the researchers believe that these UV rays kicked in the body's nitric oxide factory into full gear. And along with lowering blood pressure, that same nitric oxide could protect you from what? Heart attack, stroke, and even death. And as I said, heck, a little nitrous oxide can even get things working down there for the men, increasing function and giving you the power to do it on command. Remember, though, I'm not saying you can overdo the sun just like you can overdo drinking water. You don't want to get burned, okay? But the sun is not bad. It's not bad. Did you ever hear well, some, I, yeah, I, some of the symptoms, you know, the vitamin D deficiency, you know, um, the bottom line is you can get bone pain, deep bone pain. And, uh, you know, who the heck's going to, you know, you go to a rheumatologist right away and they want to put you on some really potent drugs. It's crazy, you know, muscle weakness, uh, frequent urination, kidney problems can also occur. 
And, you know, your traditional doctor, they're not thinking of vitamin D deficiency because they figured, oh, you know, it's nobody has vitamin D deficiencies in their mind anyway. Yeah, exactly. And, again, they're, they're, they're using the sick uh, normals of the lab, not the functional normals. And you, you, sort of, you started to explain that a couple of weeks ago, uh, the, how the lab values are determined from sick people. Right. And, uh, that's, that's so and, that they don't have to pay out. Exactly. So when you're told that your thyroid is normal, it might be within this normal range for sick people, but it not be, not may not be in a functional range. Same with vitamin D. Same with all these markers. You have to know the number, and you have to download from the Internet a functional range. And while you're there, you know, we talk about this environmental working group, EWG, they have a free online guide to help you choose your sunscreen, one that is non-toxic, one that will not boil up in your skin that doesn't have a lot of unsaturated fatty acids that can give you cancer along with the chemicals. So, uh, you know, it's important. You, you, if you're on the Internet, go to EWG.org. And, and something that Dr. Smith said, too, you, you need to eat a healthy diet. Not only bathe in those, uh, in those cucumbers, eat a healthy diet that's health, high in antioxidant-rich foods, uh, important uh, for your immune system, okay? Yeah, I just so, want to uh, share, if there's, I'm sure there's parents out there that have young children and just a handful of, of names that I want to throw out there. So next time you go out looking for sunscreen, you want to be careful that the Copper Tone Water Baby Sunscreen Stick, SPF 55, worst. these are the worst for children. Banana Boat Kids, Max Protect and Play Sunscreen Lotion, Copper Tone uh, Sunscreen Continuous Spray, Copper Tone Sunscreen Lotion for Kids, Copper Tone Foaming Lotion, Sunscreen for Kids, for, uh, Wacky Foam it's called. Yeah, the, the names may be funny and, and attract kids to buy it because they like the cartoon characters and are but you know you're you're inflicting harm on these you know innocent little children by using these poisons. Well, I think that that's something that we should post on our Facebook page. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll send you the list. Okay. Cuz I started making a list too, but I didn't get to it uh, all today. Uh, I have a list of the of good ones, the best sunscreens of 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh all all good unscented sunstick SPF 30, all terrain T E R R A I N Aqua Sports sunscreen lotion SPF 30. Again, these are all from the ewg.org website. Okay, and just go there. Their, their, their names aren't as fancy as the ones Dr. Smith uh, uh, talked about. Okay, because they they really work. They're not. It's not an uh, advertising gimmick. And uh, they have the best sunscreens for kids, uh, durable baby uh, sunscreen lotion. Okay, uh, all I don't have. This is all available at ewg.org. And the worst sunscreen for kids, what, what, uh, the one I had, uh, Dr. Jerry, is Banana Boat Kids Continuous Spray Sunscreens SPF 100. One of the most carcinogenic sunscreens for children. Right. Absolutely. So uh, that's on top of the list. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, whatever happened right. to uh, baby oil and uh, iodine? <laughs> well, my mother used to rub it on me down in Atlantic City. Are you kidding me? 
<laughs> yeah, go out there and heck, what, what, sit under the umbrella. Heck with that. Let's get burned. But it did turn you brown, or it turned you Absolutely. whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. Trouble is, well, I couldn't get food stamps back then. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you, you, you just take what we say, and you don't have to believe it. Check us out. But it's all based on 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 science and 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 not uh, advertising. Okay, seventy-five percent of analyzed sunscreen products don't work. EWG, crazy, ladies and gentlemen. The advertising, you know, you sit back, and especially with the pharmaceutical drug advertising, you know, you hear uh, something about the drug, and then you hear uh, ten minutes of all the side effects can cause death and what have you. So, uh, you know. I hope you learned something. I, I think it's an important subject uh, that we, that we bring to your attention. And, yeah, it's uh, like the old uh, Seinfeld episode. Remember, they were all gaining weight e- eating the low-fat yogurt, and uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I forget what was it. The Kramer Kramer took a sample over to Brooklyn to a laboratory, and they ran the test, and it was high fat, and it was all a scam. <laughs> That's why it was so good. <laughs> well, right. I think I think we we did we. We just brought this in. I, I want to bring topics to you that you're not going, or I say I, we want to bring topics to you that you're not going to get from the USA Today, Wall Street Journal. You're not going to see this stuff out there. But it's, uh, it's information, I think, that could keep you healthy. As I said a month ago, the present generation is probably not going to live as long as their parents, which is really sad. Uh, we have increased life span by two years, not life expectancy, lifespan. Uh, so, and the ones re- we have a lot of people reaching the 80s, 90s, and some 100, but they're not healthy people. You see the dementia centers, the brain, the, uh, the centers for uh, nursing homes. Uh, just, it's just you, you know you're getting old, but they're not healthy. So if you want to, uh, we're trying to give you information where you can get old and enjoy those years. Okay, so, Absolutely, uh, and and the gut is one of the most important aspects. Uh, I was attending a seminar like about four months ago, and this Italian researcher was basically saying how the gut flora, the natural healthy bacteria in your flora, actually show up in your brain, and it's all connected to the lymphatic system. So the more toxic foods you eat, the more chemicals you eat, you're setting up an environment for pathogenic bacteria in your intestines, which then migrate up into the brain. And this is why I think there's so much dementia at younger ages today. It's this poison stuff that's getting into your drainage system, the lymphatics, and taking it up to the brain, and then the brain goes haywire at a young age. You know, when you start adding in the fluoride and the heavy metals from the mercury fillings, um, you know, it just it goes on and on and on. You know, one thing that I came across is these small airplanes are using leaded gas, so, you know, they're spewing this stuff out all over the environment, in the water and to the, you know, the farms, these little planes. So you yep. wonder where you're getting the lead. That's one, one main source. Well, I, I think, and, and, and as Dr. Jerry and I talk about, you know, this, this, there's a lot of commonality to all these different topics we're bringing you. Uh, the blood-brain barrier. It's so critical to keep your brain healthy. And so you have... Things that this this is supposed to be a barrier, but you have chemicals that can cross it. 
because of reasons that Dr. Smith just said, and because of a reason that he probably knew about, but I didn't really wasn't that aware of it until Dr. Sarah Russell told us uh, she's an expert on mercury. The EMF, a cell phone next to your head, increases the blood-brain permeability, and things get into your brain that should normally be screened out. So you have heavy metals, you've got viruses, and and Dr. Smith probably can go through a list of a laundry list of things he's finding. But you know these cell phones, uh, the EMF at night. I mean, you know you can't deny Wi-Fi technology, but make it safe. Turn it off at night. You know, don't put phones up to your head. Dr. Smith has told us about the air earbuds available on Amazon. Do use the speaker function of your cell phone. The, the the sunscreens, these chemicals, they 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 go to your brain, ladies and gentlemen. They go, they they are toxic and they're endocrine disruptors. Well, you so, know, uh, this, one of my mentors, Dietrich Klinkhart, was saying, and it just really shocked me. A seven-minute uh, phone call with your mobile phone will literally activate the um, Epstein-Barr virus. Seven-minute phone call will activate the Epstein-Barr virus in your body. The frequency kicks it up. It's it's unbelievable. So, you know, wow. you think that these things are – and I cringe when I see these little kids in the mall, you know, talking on their uh, parents' phone. And, you know, these poor kids are getting their brains fried. I mean, the, the young neurons, you know, are, are much more sensitive to the EMFs than the adults. Wow. Seven minutes. Seven minutes, yeah. And, you know, the average kid today, seven minutes is just a warm-up. <laughs> yeah. Boy, if only we can get the message out there, if they're going to use it, at least just do texting. We could, don't put it up to their heads. Right, or put it on speakerphone. Or speakerphone, yeah. You know, you know, and, and ladies and gentlemen, if you're if you're sensitive to the environment, and I think we all should be, we don't need a Paris Accord, we don't need to spend hundreds of billions of dollars, but you, you know... National Geographic came out with a discovery that sunscreen chemicals are killing coral reefs around the world. Four ingredients commonly found in popular brands, paraben, cinnamate, benzophenone, and camphor derivative are suspected of awakening dormant viruses in certain algae that live inside the coral reefs. So not only are we exposing ourselves to cancer and neurological diseases. We are we are not treating our environment very friendly. So if you need another reason to go to ewg.org or just use plain zinc oxide, uh, here's here's one that uh, affect uh, Jennifer, the, our, our our children, our grandchildren for generations. If we destroy the coral reefs in our in our oceans, so. Uh, very serious subject. Uh, we probably won't be taken serious. I know some of you out there are going to say, "Oh, you're just a, you know, you just are against sunscreens." No, I'm not against sunscreens. Uh, I'm not. I don't want you to get burned. If you got to be out in the sun for a long period of time, please wear a hat and and clothing and uh, use zinc oxide. I'm not saying don't use anything. Zinc oxide, is, plain zinc oxide, has been around and actually is recommended by EWG, okay, Environmental Working Group. Uh, but you don't want titanium dioxide. You don't want zinc dioxide. Just plain old zinc oxide. Uh, so we're, not, you know, if you think we're crazy, well, 
you know, it's your, you're, like you say, it's your life, but we're trying to bring you the information to uh, prove that we're not crazy. Uh, there's plenty of uh, literature out there to no, uh, back up our statements. Ron, when you're crazy, it gives you greater latitude for behavior, so there's nothing wrong with being crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, one of the interesting things is you can literally, uh, you know, boost your internal ability to offset the UVA and the UVB radiation through a nutrient. It's called astaxanthine. It's a fat-soluble carotenoid, and it's present in krill, salmon, you know, and this is what gives the flamingos their pink color. And this actually, uh, astaxanthine, helps to protect your skin uh, to, you know, deal with the UVs. Yeah, there you go. That, that's an easy one. Yeah. Easy one. I mean, we're not telling you that's nothing crazy. That's a great antioxidant anyway. You probably should have it as part of your regimen, right? Yeah, I think it's a 1,000 times stronger than, what, vitamin E, uh, astaxanthine. It's very powerful. Yeah, so it should be probably part of your regimen. Ladies and gentlemen, please, uh, if you ever, uh, I was in the Army, but my Marine friends say that a dehydrated Marine is a dead Marine. So as the weather gets uh, warmer, please stay hydrated. 75% of Americans are chronically dehydrated. 30% of Americans, their thirst mechanism is so weak that they think they're hungry and they're really just thirsty. Mild dehydration will slow down your metabolism by as much as uh, 3%. A glass of water will shut down midnight hunger pangs for almost 100% of dieters studied at the University of Washington. And lack of water is the number one trigger of daytime fatigue. And so, duct tape will, prevent, will will stop you from talking, too. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I, and I see it on the golf course a lot, give me a can of Coke. I need the caffeine. Well, let me tell you about Coke. In many states, the highway patrol carry two gallons of Coke in the trunk. You know why? They that's to remove blood from the highway after a, a car accident. You could put a T-bone steak in a bowl of Coke; it'll be it'll be gone in two days. So, uh, if you have a, a, a lot of toilet stains, there's another good reason for for Coca-Cola. It can remove rust spots from chrome bumpers. It can re- clean corrosion from car batteries. I mean. Ladies and gentlemen, how come they don't advertise that on TV? (laughs) (laughs) For the bonus, you know, I wonder why not. (laughs) and I wonder why they don't say you can use it to clean the engines of trucks. Where truck drivers have been doing that for about twenty years. Yeah, they can always say when your if your soda goes flat, use it for the rust. (laughs) I'll tell you what I use it for. What's that? I use it to clean out my espresso machine. It does a great job of cleaning out the strainers, better than vinegar and water. It, oh, it's okay. incredible, you know. That's the only reason I, I I buy a can every so often. Do you use the Diet Coke or the regular? Whatever's cheapest. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it all has that citric and phosphoric acid in it. I only Absolutely. need one can. <laughs> but what, what so interesting thing. Yeah, I just wanted to put my two cents in here. You were talking about hydrating and the one thing that you really want to make sure you're getting enough minerals in your diet because when you perspire, you're you're losing a lot of minerals. And the interesting thing is, I know when I do a long bike ride, I, I drink fresh juice in the morning, you know, uh, celery and cilantro and kale and collard greens and all that. Uh, the bottom line is the minerals literally hold the liquid inside the cell so you don't get dehydrated. I know my buddies go through like 
two, three bottles of water, and I'm like, you know, one-third drinking water because the minerals just prevent you from dehydrating. So it's a real simple little trick. That's a good point, and 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 that's something we'll talk about as 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 the weeks go on too. Is there the, this crazy salt restriction they have? Uh, but we're you know we're going to be recommending Himalayan type salt, and it has all the minerals in it. Uh, you really can, if you're tired in the summertime, a little pinch of Himalayan salt, do your world of good. Do your world of good. Yeah, and get some and, good uh, bone broth. That's it. Bone broth is great, right? You know, my my grandmother used to put that chicken neck in in and let it boil. Absolutely. It was great. Well, I've got a great little Korean restaurant near my office. I go every Monday for dinner, and I get their oxtail soup, and oh. I'm in hog heaven. <laughs> well, it's great. <laughs> you know, my my children live in southern Spain, and that, that that those type of soups are quite common, and I love it when I visit. I wanted to just mention you mentioned stevia. I wanted. There is an article I wasn't going to talk about. We'll talk about it another time. But extracts made from the stevia plant, they are so powerful, uh, Dr. Smith and ladies and gentlemen, that they can zap Borrelia burgdorferi, which is Lyme disease. That's the tick-transmitted pathogen that causes Lyme disease. And Dr. Smith had talked about stevia. Just wanted to just throw that out to you. It's, uh, you're looking for a good sweetener, get it, so, so get the all-natural one from the leaves. Uh, it's, it's, it really uh, has a lot of uh, anti-bacterial uh, effects also. Well, you know, it's interesting. So, if you happen to cut yourself uh, a real deep cut, you put stevia on it, that thing will make it heal up in, in record time. It, it'll, you, it's like before your eyes, you'll see the, the uh, wound healing up. It's amazing. That is great. Dr. Smith, thank you. Uh, oh, you're welcome. I think we... Uh, you know, we again, we're out here to pro- we're on every week and preparing this program just to provide information. So we hope you uh, are appreciative of it. We can be reached uh, with suggestions, comments, derogatory ones, whatever, at docronradio at gmail.com, doc, D-O-C-R-O-N, radio at gmail.com. Visit our Facebook page, Dr. Ron, Dr. Ron, Unfiltered, Uncensored. You'll also see posts uh, when Dr. Smith posts an interesting case. I, I, I switch it over to that page on, uh, so you can you can see it. He has some interesting cases uh, with his uh, scalar energy techniques and verify. Uh, uh, it's it, it just it, it's you know, and you're going to hear it from the patient themselves. You're going to hear how they feel. There's, there's no script. He just he just asked them, you know, how do you feel? How do you do? And you'll see that on that Facebook page. Yeah, you know, it's really amazing. But one quick little comment. I had a patient in from Montreal today, and, you know, he went to conventional orthodontics, and they twisted his head. And the poor guy, he said he couldn't even walk right, and his his prescription had to be increased on his, on his eyeglasses. And, you know, I've only seen him now about uh, four visits, and he said he had to buy a new pair of shoes because – the old ones that he had were worn out so abnormally that he couldn't walk straight. And then he said his, he has to get a new prescription on his eyeglasses because he, he could see a lot better w- without his glasses. So you, when you start changing structures in the human body, it's amazing the results you're getting. And that brings us to a point that Dr. Smith and I talked about. Probably in two weeks or so we'll let you know. We're going to have an interesting show on uh, uh, children. And, and patterning, and uh, we'll let you know about that. Uh, I think it's, it's something that I he brought back memories when I was practicing in Philadelphia. I practiced with a physician that that started this, 
and uh, we'll, we'll we'll keep you informed on that. Next week, I hope to have Dr. Cal Stafford on. Uh, one of the, he started one of the first sleep laboratories in the United States, and we're going to talk about sleep deprivation and uh, all the people that just are not getting a good night's sleep and how that affects you. Dr. Smith mentioned about the lymphatic system. Well, there's one in your brain too. And your brain actually shrinks at night and pushes all the toxins out. So it's important to have a good night's sleep if you're not sleeping uh, certain hours per night, which we'll get into. Uh, you're not going to have a healthy brain. You're going to wake up in a brain fog. You're not going to uh, wake up pur- purposefully and have clear thinking. So next week's show will be on sleep, and uh, we'll let you know about our patterning episode. And then we're going to have uh, Dr. Talmor back on in a month uh, a natural healing physician from Gainesville, Florida, who was introduced to me by uh, Dr. Smith. And uh, we're going to he, – he he knows a lot about a lot of things. God, that sounds like a song. Um, but we're going to talk about, again, EMF, electromagnetic fields. Uh, Dr. Tom War is really uh, into the Cash Foundation. Uh, a lot of you it was, may not understand that. And I, we're going to hold that off for a later time as we can build up the information on it. But we're going to talk about EMF. And Dr. Jerry, Einstein said – not everything that counts can be counted, and not everything that can be counted counts. That's my wisdom for the day. Well, and another little uh, tidbit is kindness, no matter how small, is ever wasted. So little random acts of kindness go a long way to actually change so, the way someone feels. Excellent. Well, we we burned up an hour in no time at all, Dr. Jerry, and uh, appreciate it. And ladies and gentlemen, uh just thank you with an attitude of gratitude, as I say. Thank you for listening. I hope you learned something today. Uh, we will be back next week at 4 o'clock. Uh, tell your friends. Uh, we'd love to have them listen and love to have your comments. If you listen on the Internet, you'll see a Skype button now. If you hit that Skype button, uh, it'll bring you into the show, and uh, next week we will take questions. So we, we'll catch you on the Skype button or just call in to 347 347- Nine eight nine eight eight nine nine. So, as we say, we'll see you on the air next week. Take care. Hey, Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. Doctor Ron and Doctor Ron have left the building. Thank you for listening to Rejuvenation Health Radio. Here on LockedTalkRadio.com. See you next week. Ciao.